Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Hey! Uh-huh. What's up? What's, What's going on? Yeah, it's your boy Cody Mack here with another episode of Cody Mack! We took the show on the road, man. We took the show on the road here, and I'm here chilling with none other than Deion Tech. What's going on, man? How you doing, man? Thanks so, for having me, man. So before I start, I'm going to say I'm going to show you a picture and see if you remember this day. Let me see. Oh, wow. Damn, that's crazy traffic. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's crazy right here. Yeah, you and Lass came out. What year was that? This is 2018. You and Lass came out here. Look at you. Wow, that was crazy. (laughs) That boy been out here grinding, man. Yeah, man. And I remember that. Yeah. So you was on that day, you gave a. uh, It was a very inspirational day for me that day. Because it was like I I came in there and did the interview by myself. I was by myself, cameraman, everything. Yeah. And you just gave me words and encouragement. Like, keep going, you see the grind. I stuff like that. that. I actually remember that. Yeah, so I want to say I appreciate that because that was around the time I was like trying to get, I was about to give it up. And, yeah, and I was like, y'all, show, you and Laz definitely showed love. Y'all reposted everything, so I just want to say, man, yeah, that's what I, last, I want to get y'all y'all flowers Thank for, you that. for that, man. And look at you now, man, grinding still, man. That's what you're supposed to be doing. Exactly what we supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um. So today we here we're talking about your new movie, Fit Fear. Yep. Fear. So tell us a little bit about Fear. Uh, this Fear is a a, a a psychological horror film, um, that's grounded in, um. I would say the power of the mind. Mm. Um, I think it's a really fun movie. It's a really good ride. Um, a lot of jumps, a lot of scares, a lot of like moments that you'd be like, yo, I cannot believe I just seen that. Mm. Uh, but more importantly, I think 
the message of what the movie represents. Um, I'm hoping that when people see the end of this film, they'd be like, yo, I've never seen that in a horror movie before. Mm. I'm hoping that really happens. I'm hoping people go, I've never seen a horror movie end like that. Mm. So yeah. now, you got me, now you got me intrigued. So what, what was the thought process of going, in, like going into uh, creating this project? Man, it was uh, fear. <laughs> we were, we were, uh, we were, we were in fear when we made the film, based on the fact that we were shooting it during the global pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were also afraid that during that time, because we had no idea what this thing was, we didn't know who it, how it worked, how it transferred, any of those things. And um, you know, we were just passionate and wanted to do something dope. And uh, I remember, here's the thing, when you watch this movie, what you will see that's very, very interesting, and it's funny because we screened it last night in LA in the premiere, and I was so eager to see how people reviewed or seen it. And um, what's interesting about the movie is every frame of the film, and you remember I told you this, when we say cut, every actor goes, runs to a different corner of wherever they're at, and the reason they had to do that, I've had a whole bunch of conferences with them in between. It was like, man, Dion, you think I got sick? Really? Or did you see... Because uh, y'all family's doing COVID. Did you see Terrence's eyes? And like this morning, his eyes, it was a whole bunch of that. So when they're in these moments, they're actually scared shooting because at the time, agents, managers, everybody was like, you crazy. What are you doing? They're like, I'm trying to shoot. So it was a lot of that. So I think it really gave a film of an interesting feel. When you watch it, you're gonna be like, damn, I remember this. I remember when someone coughs, everybody go. Like, literally, even now, today, if you have the right type of cough in the right room, <laughs> you'll be like, yo, what was that? You know, yeah. Who was that? You know, what type of sneeze was that? You know what I mean? So this is gonna be really dope that way. Okay. Yeah. So one thing I wanna I wanna ask you about this film, uh, cause you this is a horror movie. Yeah. Right. So is it is it a supernatural horror movie? Is it a horror movie where it's a killer? Like, what's the... Mmm. Mmm. That's good. It's all of them. All of them? You know why? Because the movie deals with the conscious. Mm. So, whatever the mind can make will be present in this film. Okay. So, it's good. It's good that way. Okay. Because the reason why I ask that is because all the films yours that I've watched, uh you make your films where it's like, I can see myself in them. Yeah. It's like real life situations. Mm-hmm. Um, even yeah. Meet the Blacks um, being a, a comical thing, yeah. but it's like, it was like, it could be a real life situation. Man, we all know, we all know Carl Black. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that, like my episode, great. That movie's so classic to me because we all know that dude. Mm-hmm. That didn't hustle, lie, you know what I mean? Did all kinds of stuff, scammed a whole bunch of people. I just thought, how funny would it be if he, all the people we scammed came and purged them. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like, it's the dude that be lying all the time. You know what I mean? And I'm like, yo, this dude did lied and hustled a whole bunch of people and got the bag and moved. Mm. And yeah, it, it's it's grounded in something real. Mm. And uh, you're right, man. And even with traffic, our first, you know, I caught a lot of, every movie I make, critics slam it early. Really? Everyone, critics slam it early. Audiences give it a hundred, and the reason that it is like that is because 
they don't understand our world. I'm speaking to you. Mm -hmm. You know, I came from Gary. I lived in, in the housing projects. I know what it is that whole, I, I've been in that world. So when I shoot, I shoot from a real place. So, you know, um, Traffic was dope because what made that movie move differently when people was like, yo, that's an interesting movie, man, was I was explaining to you and the audience that unlike Taken, where we have to go to another country to see trafficking, trafficking is really right here in the hood. Chicago's one of the biggest trafficking hubs in the world. Really? Oakland, LA, South Central, the, a girl being pimped is trafficked. Right, so a girl, a girl that goes from uh, uh, Oakland, and the pimp takes her to Vegas, and now she, she just trafficked. So what that movie did was it was like, no, look, this is how it works right here. Paula Patton falls right into a, a trafficking ring mm. where girls are being taken up and down the freeway right in this area, and people are like, man, you, that, is that real? I was like, yes, the most trafficked people in the world women in the world are black and brown women in urban cities, period. Mm -hmm. So it takes these people a while to catch on to the reality of what I'm really putting in the film. This movie, Fear, um, I'm eager to see what's gonna happen uh, based on the fact that I broke all the rules that they normally want us to play by. Um, like I said, the end of the film, spiritually, you would be like, whoa. <laughs> Did he really do that? And it's going to really put a lot of pressure on a lot of people that don't want to see the reality of the world that we live in. Yeah. I want to uh, I I kind of unpack what you just said earlier. You say the critics uh, slam your movies or your projects before they release. Why, why do you think that is? They don't understand me. Hmm. I'm not, uh, I'm, I'm you. Um, I didn't come from, you know, film school and I never made a short where everybody's like, oh my God, it's brilliant. So make give him Avengers. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm not that. I, I made my own stuff and I built it my own way and I came up a completely different way and I've been consistent. And that's a little bit scary, man, to an industry. Um, and, you know, especially now, like, like me doing what I'm doing. Mm. Um, in this world, in this in this marketplace, is like, wait, he's doing what? Because I'm basically telling you that you can do it too. And there's not a lot of Dion's, right? Like, it takes me a minute to understand that. Like, it took me a very long time. My friends, my cut, they had to be like, man, let me sit you down, explain. And I'm like, man, we just, and I'm like, it took me a long time to realize, oh no, you're making films by yourself, distributing films by yourself, into the box office by yourself and competing and beating sometimes their movies. That's a threat. So, you know, at times we have to take it easy, we have to understand, and we're not militant at it, we just, the only reason that we do this is because no one will give us a chance. And you know what's crazy? <laughs> That's what I was gonna get at, because yeah. it's like we was having this same similar talk in 2018 when we first met and yeah. talked. And it's like, fast four or five years later, you would think with all the success you have, like somebody would have took the shot, a chance on you and helped you amplify your voice. Oh uh, man, you would think that, right? Yeah. I would think that too. I mean, we got over almost $200 million in box office receipts independently. Mm. I would think that somebody would be like, damn, let's get him. Be surprised, man. No. Uh, a lot of offers, a lot of things, but you know, it also allows me now to pass on things 
that I normally would have taken mm -hmm. uh, because I look at things completely different. I'm like, why would I, you know, go shoot that movie and make, you know, that amount of money that you offer me when I can make the movie for that amount of money and own it and make 20x that by growing my own library and creating and owning my own stuff. So it has to be a really cool, um, it has to be a really cool project for me to be like, and I've signed, I'm signed on three, four studio projects, but I think are really great. Um, John Lewis being one, which is that participant, which I'm excited about. Okay. Uh, Free Agents, which is that TriStar. Uh, Sony, which I my, my biggest and best project. Um, there's a few things where I'm like, yo, I'm doing that, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, man, it's not like I'm getting ready to do the Avengers, you know what I mean? And I can name several black filmmakers that have credibility, box office, know-how, but yet they're overlooked every time based on the fact that I have no idea what the, what they're looking for, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I have watched lesser people get these jobs where I'm like, damn, I wouldn't mind doing that. And I'm overqualified for it, you know what I mean? So we'll see. Well, I, uh, I want to say there's two names that I love to see in credits on a lot of letter support. Uh, when they directed something, it's yours and Carl C. Oh, you know? uh, thank you, Carl. Big, big shout out to Carl, man. Yeah, Carl. I think Carl's in Africa right now shooting something. Uh, good, good dude, man. Carl is, has become iconic in the TV space. Yes, he's doing uh, Super dope. Um, I was never in TV. Mm -hmm. um, Power, 50 Cent, and Joe was the first people to actually introduce me to television. Uh, was interested, but never could get into that space and just kept making movies. And one day I got a call and uh, it was 50 and he was like, yo, you want to come shoot the season finale in power? And I'm like, I know. <laughs> yeah, man, what time I got to be there? And that's, that's how that started. And it's interesting because when I came, Carl was just finishing, I think episode nine when I came to do 10 and we got a chance to meet here in Chicago. And uh, just a good brother, man, we keep up and I love his work. Yeah. The reason why I, I want to bring up uh, we're gonna go back to doing TV in a minute, yeah. but uh, bringing up just black directors like uh, connecting and building with each other. Uh, I, I was told that when you navigate in this industry and you navigate in this game, like it's good to network across and it, it is before you try to go up. Yeah. Like, what are some tips will you give to the young black film directors and producers coming up in the game? Yeah, when I was just saying this earlier, man, just don't be afraid to create your own stuff. You know what I mean, and, and build your own stuff, and to fail. Mm -hmm. You know, part of part of part of this game, which is very hard to understand, is it's gonna take time. I seen you in twenty eighteen. Mm -hmm. It's twenty twenty three. You don't know that you might be right there right now. You don't know you might be right on the cusp of entertainment tonight or this show right here. Take it. You have to just put in the work and keep building on your own. Managers and agents only come when you hot. And the only way you get hot is by making yourself hot. There's no agent or manager coming and be like, I'm going to make you a star. That's old. You know, it used to be a long time ago, people were like, I'm going to go to Hollywood and walk down the street and get discovered. <laughs> that ain't it no more. You got to discover yourself and then allow yourself to grow and grow your brand, grow your interviewing brand, and then you become you can move around that way, and that's how you expand. So if you're a young director, writer, filmmaker, um, journalist, um, just do your thing. Go fight for the interview, go fight for the script, go do what you need to do to keep going, and then find, your, find a way to work with others that wanna work with you. 
you'd be surprised, man, how we don't work with each other or how we keep each other back more than anybody else. So a lot of that energy be like, oh, I'm trying to work with you, man. You're trying to work with me. Man, move on. You'll find someone that can do it. And don't be afraid to use allies. You know what I mean? It might not always be another black man to help you or that you feel like you got to work with to get to that. White man, Jewish man, Asian man, anybody that is like-minded is what you want to find when you're trying to be successful. Let me say it again. Anybody that's like-minded, I'm trying to get to that wall right there. If me and you look just like each other, but you ain't trying to help me get to that wall, I have to go past you and find somebody that can help me get to that wall. And if he looked like him, I'm like, all right, cool. What, you, what can you do to help me get to that wall? That's the bottom line. And then you will find people, and then later on you could be like, okay, I'm going to try to figure out how to bring other young black and brown people into my space that feel and work just like I do with other like-minded people. But if you just be trying, oh, I'm only this, and I'm only trying to do that, it don't work. And I guess my last question I want to end off on, the title of this movie is Fear, right? So throughout your journey, what was, describe to me a moment when you had to came face to face to one of your fears, and how did you get over it? How did you overcome it? Um, I've had too many of the moments. Uh, the biggest moment was um, um, transitioning from playing basketball to film. Mm-hmm. I was very good at, at hoop, D1 player, All-American. I was playing overseas, uh, being paid, and I had picked up a, a me tablet and started writing an idea. I was always a film fan, I always loved movies. And I was in East Germany at the time, going to, I think we were going to Russia to play a game. And I was like, man, I wanna, when I, we, if we lose this game, I'm going home, because the end of the season. And I was like, I wanna um, see if I get this made into a movie. And the biggest decision, the most fearful decision I had to make was when I got back home, I went to California and I had this thing. I was like, I was like taking meetings and one of the meetings fell on a date that was at the same time I was supposed to actually be going back to Europe. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to stay here right now and try to do this. And that ended up being a five year journey. I never looked back to who. And there was moments in there I was like, man, you lost your damn mind. <laughs> There's a whole bunch of looking in the mirror like, man, you lost your mind. Like, what are you doing? Got out of shape, trying to do this thing. You know what I mean? Then I was like, one time I was like, man, I'm going to just get back in shape, going back over there and play. It's too late. Like, you know what I mean? I lost the window. So it's like, I was, I would, this took over the love and the passion. So that was a very scary moment for me. Yeah. And then what was your, like, what, how did you, what was your thought process to make you overcome that journey? Just what we know, our pedigree as black and brown people, when we get into something, man, it's, it's, it's not uh, often that we quit. We really understand how to fight through adversity. So that was a good moment for me. I just kept on fighting. Even even there were times where I was like, I didn't lost, I was like, kept on swinging. Like, one more punch, I'm against. Man, it's interesting because God will always give you one more thing that gives you one more step. Why were you like, I can't do it no more, God? It would be like one little thing that have you like, damn, that was good. Like, so we just eat off those little bitty steps. Those little bitty micro steps keep happening and they become big steps later. That's real. And I want to say, brother, that interview I did with you and last, that was probably one of my moments when I was like, yo, I can keep doing this. Because That's right. The, the smile that was on my mama's face, because she's a fan of y'all. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. When I told her that I did that, I was yeah. like, yo, I need to keep doing this. That's it. So, and look what you're doing now. Don't, yeah. man. 
Thank you, man. So I really, really appreciate you for that, bro. Appreciate you, man. And we go got see fear, man. Go see fear. You know you got my support. You Thank got you. Chicago support. And we gonna we run need it up, man. January twenty seventh, man. It did. Thank Let's you. Go. Hey. Uh -huh. What's up? What's the word? Uh -huh.